Ladies and gentlemen, welcome aboard Human Events Special, a Labor Day weekend special. I am joined today by Haya of Libs of TikTok. Now, she's been banned on Twitter. They claim that her reporting, her truthful reporting on the Boston hospital led to a bomb threat. What we're going to do is right here for the first time, bring her on in a long form interview. Get her to explain what it is that happened, this situation, why it is that she does what she does, and the multiple ways that she is fighting back, not just against the narrative, but against the people in the media who smeared her. Hi, is this Belle? Yeah. Hi, this is Chaya from Libs of TikTok. How are you? Good, how are you? Great. Um, I just wanted to let you know, I read your article about the bomb threat at Boston Children's, and obviously it's absolutely horrific. Um, nobody should have to go through that. So I wanted to make sure you were aware that Seth Dillon is actually offering a $20,000 cash reward for any information leading to the person who called in the threat. So I was just wondering if you wanted to add that into your article, because I'm sure we all want to find the person who did this. Yeah, do you want to send me a press release about that? Um, yeah, yeah, it's actually just on his Twitter. Like he just tweeted out that he's offering a $20,000 reward or as part of a six part thread. It's the last tweet in the thread. He tweeted it out last night. Um, and I think it's really important. We want to get the word out. More people should know about this because we really hope to find the person who did this. Sure. No, I'll run it by my editor um, and try to find the Twitter thread then. Okay, great. Um, uh, wait, can you tell me one more time? I'm sorry. Who, who sent out the Twitter thread? Seth Dillon. Okay, yeah. All right, yeah, I'll, I'll take a look at it and I'll, I'll run it by the editors. Okay, great. Thank you. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Hi, Brandy. This is Chaya from Limbs of TikTok. I saw your article about the bomb thread at Boston Children's Hospital. And I'm sure we both agree that it's absolutely horrific. And I hope the police find the scumbag who did this, who called in the threat. Anyways, I wanted to let you know that Seth Dillon actually is offering a $20,000 cash reward for information leading to the person who called in the bomb threat. And I thought you would for sure want to add that into your article to update your audience. Um, about this development because we all want to catch the person who did this because threatening a hospital with a bomb threat should never be tolerated. It's absolutely horrific. Um, anyways, let me know if you have any questions or if you'd like comment for your story, if you are going to update your article or if you want to write a new one about this, I'm happy to provide comment. Seth is happy to provide comment. Um, I know you follow me on Twitter, so feel free to DM me or you can email me. My email is in my bio and I look forward to hearing from you and seeing this update.
Have a great day. Bye. We are very excited for this special edition, historic, I think it's historic, historic special edition, Labor Day weekend special, human events, not daily, human events special with Haya of Libs of TikTok. Haya, thank you so much for joining us today. Hey, so happy to be here. So walk me through and walk the audience through, what did we just hear? Who were those people you were calling? Why are you calling them? And, and, and what's the goal here? So apparently uh, this past week, there was a bomb threat at Boston Children's Hospital. Um, and a couple of weeks ago, I had reported about some of the practices at Boston Children's Hospital where they were do- they're doing sex reassignment surgeries um, on minors and in giving kids cross-sex hormones, puberty blockers. So I reported on that. Um, and you know, so now three weeks later, there was a bomb threat and the left wing media immediately dumped to blame it all on me, you know, saying that I inspired it, um, and that it's all my fault that this bomb threat happened. Um, so any, we all know that that's obviously not true. Um, because, well, yeah. So, so wait, wait, let me, let me just, let me just walk it back and unpack that for, for the folks back home. Let's say someone hasn't heard any of this story. You uncover information that these procedures are going on at this location, and then you reported on it, right? That's all you did. Right. I shared publicly available videos from Boston Children's Hospital's own YouTube channel. Um, I shared the videos, and I wrote what was happening in the videos, um, and that was it. Right, because I've, then, I've, I remember seeing the videos. I remember I, I see your account regularly. I follow it when you're not uh, suspended or, or locked out. <laughs> and all you ever do is repost videos or content that other people have already posted themselves, whether it be uh, administrators or educators or, in this case, medical officials. Correct. Yeah, I did. I did it. Uh, my first investigative report, actually, uh, last week, which is what got me suspended now from Twitter for seven days. But other than that, and, and by the way, I hope to do more of those in the future. Um, but yeah, it's reposting from these people, publicly available stuff, videos, screenshots, pictures, all publicly available that they readily put out. And I just take that, I bring it to Twitter, and I I just present it to my audience and, and, and say exactly what this is what they're saying. You know, I don't, I, I, I just present it and, and they, they can't, the libs cannot stand it. They can't handle it. They can't well, they, handle they certainly themselves. Can. Well, so, and, and so you're, you're reporting on stuff that's publicly available. So you're doing the exact same thing, but there's an entire industry on the left that does this to the right. Uh, Media matters, right wing watch, um, K file over at CNN, a lot of the BuzzFeed, you know, people that are there, all they do is report on stuff that the right says or or people say. And, and in many cases, they'll even report people or dox people like yourself, by the way, who is a victim of doxing by the Washington Post and Taylor Lorenz. Yeah, exactly. It's a very common practice to take uh, a publicly available media or information and use it and repurpose it. I mean, that's what everybody does. You watch any, you, you go watch Tucker one night. I mean, he, he might play a clip that CNN aired, you know, to, to point out how, you know, how insane they are. But, but I mean, that, that it's a normal thing that, that, that you do in media and I'm doing that as well. So you've done that. Then this ridiculous situation happens. It was a fake bomb threat because if I remember correctly, the police, the Boston police department goes and reports that they, they check out the thing, they investigate it. Obviously 
uh, talking about bombs in Boston in the wake of the Boston bombing. It's only been, I think, nine years since that. Yeah, nine years since that happened, but it's still very fresh. So obviously something that's going to get a huge response in any city would get a huge response. But they go out, they find out the thing was fake. And yet somehow, somehow the entire media has decided to blame you. Correct. Um, They not just that, but they were calling. There was a lot of people on Twitter, big accounts calling for my arrest, calling for me to be completely deplatformed. Uh, calling me a terrorist. I mean, really, really insane stuff. All for simply posting a publicly available video from Boston Children's Hospital's YouTube channel. So if you posted the video, these people have called for your arrest. The reports were coming out. So that brings us up to the audio that we just heard. What are you doing and who are these people that you're calling? So I'm seeing these reports. I can't defend myself because I'm currently on a seven-day Twitter suspension. So I, I'm, I, I wasn't able to defend myself from these accusations. Um, a lot of people on the right did defend me, and I sincerely appreciate that. Um, and and I, I, I want to clear my name. I mean, I had nothing to do with this. I 1,000% condemn all acts or threats of violence. I have never, ever encouraged violence. Um, and so... So Seth Dillon from Babylon B, he was very kind and and offered a twenty thousand dollar cash reward for information leading to the caller of the bomb threat. Um, and we're hoping to track down the person who did this. Um, besides, for the fact that we believe it is likely a not not one of my followers, um, we believe that it is probably a left wing troll trying to get me suspended for good. Um, because the whole point of the videos is to show that we care about children. I mean, we're very concerned about these procedures and surgeries that are being done to kids and we, we care about kids. So the idea that one of my followers would go and call in a bomb threat is ludicrous. I mean, we, they, it, it just, it doesn't make any sense. I don't, I don't, I don't believe that to be true. So, um, we don't believe it was. It was one of my followers. It is probably a left-wing person trying to get me suspended. Regardless of who it is, if we're right or wrong about that, the person should be found. I mean, if you place a, a bomb threat to a hospital, I mean, that, that, that's, a, that's a horrible thing to do. They should be found. They should be prosecuted. Um, and we hope they are. So, you know, Seth and I thought, you know, let's help out Boston PD or um, whoever it is and offer a cash reward. Maybe someone will, will come forward. And, um, and, and with information and, and we could catch the, the criminal who did this, um, not just that, but now another, uh, uh CEO of, a of a media company actually came in and matched that's offer. So that's now a $40,000, uh, cash reward for information leading to the caller. Um, so I, so what happened was we see all of the, I'm seeing all of these reports from from NBC, ABC, um, Axios, Daily Beast, I mean, every single one of them. And they're all basically blaming me for this bomb threat. And I was like, you know, I thought that they would want to know about this cash reward because, you know, obviously they are, they obviously condemn this, this bomb threat. I mean, it's a terrible thing. They all wrote in their articles about how, you know, this is a really awful thing to happen to a children's hospital. 
So I was like, you know, for sure they would want to know about this cash reward, right? I mean, who wouldn't, right? Like maybe they could help us spread the word about it and we could catch this person. Um, I mean, that, that's what I thought at least. Um, cause it, who, who wouldn't want to be, who wouldn't want to help catch a person who called in a bomb threat to a children's hospital. Right. Of course. Yes, obviously. <laughs> so it's like, it's like, a, it's a given. It's not, it's not, it's not partisan. This isn't left versus right. This is like, if you call in a bomb threat to a children's hospital, you are a really bad person and you should be caught. And, and I think every single person, every single person I know would agree with that. I think all my followers would agree with that. So what I did was I called up the authors of the of these articles just to make sure they were aware of Seth Dillon's generous offer of this cash reward. Um, and as we'll discuss soon, um, none of them were interested at all. They just they're not interested. And this was very shocking to me because it is so blatantly obvious that they cannot care less about these kids. They don't care about the bomb threat. They don't care if the person who made the threat is caught. Um, All they care about was smearing my name and blaming it on me. Across the country, Americans are discovering that if we want to change this nation, we must change the way the marketplace works. Woke corporations are seeking to divide us. Big banks are freezing the accounts of people who disagree with their political views. And our supply chain is dependent upon countries like China that actively work against our values. It's time for a change, and that change starts with you and your wallet. That's why I'm proud to partner with Public Square, the largest directory of freedom-loving businesses that our nation has ever seen. Public Square is the first app to connect freedom-loving Americans with their local community and the businesses that share their values. Whether you want to support a restaurant that only buys from local farms, a coffee shop that took a stand against the COVID mandates, or a bank that would never cancel you for political views, Public Square is your guide. Just download the Public Square app from the Apple App Store or Google Play. Create a free account and begin your search. You can also list your business for free so your local community can find you today. Download the app today, Public Square. That's Public Square, Public SQ. So what what you're doing is you're calling up all the reporters that smeared you, that attacked you, that blamed you, even though you say you had nothing to do with this, right? You weren't the one that called this into the hospital. And you're asking them if they will cover, just you're trying to get coverage for this um, this incredible reward started at 20,000. Now it's up to 40,000 for information that leads to the arrest of the person who made this false bomb threat. And you just want them to cover that, add it to their reporting or, or make a new report to state, hey, this is out there and this is something that you back 100%. By the way, we back as well. I'd like to, um, you know, by, by the way, I should probably also say that uh, I've been um, I've been thinking about this and I, I'm going to go to the rest of the human events team because I think that 40 number, I don't know, it seems a little, it seems a little, uh, seems a little 40,000 seems like a weird number to me. I think it should be 50. So I want to go back to the rest of the human events team and I'm going to see if we can top it off, get you to that 50 K and even throw down from ourselves as well on top of the 40 so that we can get it to 50 and then actually add on for information because we want that information too to be able to find out who this was. Wow, that is, thank you so much. That is incredible. And I mean, anyone contributing in any, in any way to catch this, this scumbag who did this is, is incredible. Yeah, we, sh- we should, every single person, as I said before, this is not partisan. We should all want to find this person. I mean, it's like, it's, it's a children's hospital. Um, and, and, and 
they, I mean, there was police there. There was no evacuation, um, but there, you know, there's police there. And I understand there's kids. They might've been scared. I know some parents were scared yeah. and, and it, it's horrible. I mean, they should catch that person. He should be prosecuted and he should be thrown in prison. So, um, so you've gone around, you know, we're, we're doing this interview. You're on human events. So we're covering it. I know post-millennial covered it. A few other places covered it. How have any of these establishment or left-wing reporters that you're talking to have any of them covered this offer? Not a single one covered it. Um, I called a few of them and you heard in the phone call, you know, they were, one of them, I had to leave a message. But I spoke to one of them from NBC and he said he's going to run it by his editors. Um, I spoke to, I spoke to the author from the Forbes article. She also said she's going to run it by her editors. I sent out a bunch of emails to all the people who wrote articles about it. Didn't get a single response. It's been over 24 hours. Didn't get a single response. Nobody has updated the articles. Nobody has covered it. Not one piece of coverage, because at the end of the day, this isn't about actually finding the person. They don't care. They don't want to find them unless they can somehow prove that it was you or, you know, your brother or someone connected to you in any way. Um, they care more about taking out you than they do about protecting children. And oh, by the way, they have no interest whatsoever to discuss this highly controversial issue of whether or not and, and the fact that they are whether or not we should be giving children, minors, these types of procedures in our country. You know, I covered this on the show earlier this week, but we went in and we did the research. Postmillennial did the research. They went into the OBGYN literature. They found studies and, and journals essentially outlining that there have been hysterectomies performed um, on children as young as 14 in this country oh based God. on this gender-affirming care. We found it in the literature and didn't specify where, but it, it was the journal of obstetrics and uh, gynecology. And so we're, we're looking at, and that's just one study, right? That's only one study because I think this is something where, and, and if I could get you to talk a little bit more about the issue, because it seems to me, and this is what I said when I was covering it before, it seems to me that this is one of those things that as a society, we never really had a conversation about. We just sort of, it was the medical community decided they wanted to do it. The Research community decided to say in academia said, oh, this is good. Just go ahead and start doing this now. This um, completely in this case, we're not just talking about um, hormonal treatments, which you already know hormonal treatments create long lasting changes could be permanent in some cases with a hysterectomy. You're talking about complete. Irrevocable change, uh, you, you are taking away someone's ability to reproduce at the age of 14 or 15 in some of these cases at a time where you're not allowed to vote. You can't uh, own a gun. You can't drive a car yet. And yet we're going to we're going and saying that you can make a decision to take that uh, that away that you can never change for the rest of your life. Yet there's no there's no laws on the books about this. And, and you know, these companies just more than more than happy, happy to be able to provide this. Why are it's, we doing this? It is, it's the, it's the biggest medical scandal in modern history, um, and and we haven't been addressing it enough. And that's what I have been doing the last few weeks, and a lot of people have been doing. Um, everyone who's covering this, uh, I, I appreciate it. We need to bring we need to bring more attention to this problem. I mean, and and it might even be younger than fourteen. By the way, you mentioned fourteen in my recording. I called Children's National Hospital where they admitted to doing hysterectomies on kids. I said my kid was sixteen. And she told me that she's done it on, quote, younger kids. 
So how young? It might even be younger than 14. I mean, we could be talking, we could be looking at having 12-year-old girls getting their uteruses carved out because they decided that they are a boy or they're confused about their gender. And the parents are agreeing to this. The doctors are doing this. It, 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 it is so, it's like, I don't even have words. It is the most, it is the most horrific thing happening right now in our culture. And the left does not care. Not just that, they promote it. I mean, look, I, 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 I tried to do a report on it. And what happened? They literally called on Twitter to suspend me and Twitter complied. So we can't even talk about it because Twitter will suspend you. Um, and the, the left is, is they're just going to defend it. They're, they're going to run cover. They, that's all they were doing last week. They were running cover for, for Children's National Hospital after I exposed it. They're running cover for Boston Children's Hospital for three weeks already. Um, and uh, it, again, I, I don't think this also, I don't think this should be a partisan issue. I mean, who in their right mind would let a 13 or 14 year old girl make that decision and consent to getting her reproductive system taken out and never, ever be able to have children. Yeah. And we're seeing cases around the world now of people coming forward, uh, detransitioners saying they regret their decision. Uh, There was that study out of Seattle where they, the university of Seattle, um, Washington, where they lied about the data because they were going through and they were looking at hormonal treatments, not the surgery, but just hormonal treatments and saying, Oh, uh, the, the the top headline of the whole thing was because of these treatments, the rates of depression in these kids, it's gone down. They're doing so much better after the treatments. This is working. This is great. Let's continue doing it. But then if you actually went into the data, it turned out there was no change whatsoever. They had to issue a correction even after they were told that the data was wrong by the people working on the research project. The people that were running the hospital and people that were running the study said, nah, we don't feel like changing it. That's okay. That's no big deal. But you've even got people on the left. You've even got people in the center now that aren't, you know, some, you know, mega American, this whole thing that Biden's trying to, you know, <laughs> demonize now. It, it, people calling this out saying, wait a minute, your, your numbers don't match your headline. There's no change in the depression rates found whatsoever after this. And look, for me, just looking at it from a common sense standpoint, it's saying that, you know, if you have depression issues, if you have these, these types of issues, introducing radical hormone treatments, you think is really going to help people. I just don't think that makes sense. No, it it doesn't make sense. And there's so much evidence that it's not helping. It causes a lot of not just medical, uh, not just emotional and, and, and mental problems. It causes medical problems too. I posted quite a few videos of detransitioners discussing their medical problems. I mean, they paint it as, as, as this scenario where a kid thinks that even young adults where they think that this will help all their problems, it will solve all their problems, their, their mental, emotional, all their problems. So they transition and then they quickly realize that it actually wasn't the answer to their problems. I mean, it's changing, trying to change your gender, um, sex change surgeries is not going to solve your, is not going to solve your, your problems and your confusion. And, you know, if, if someone, and I, and I, I, I understand there are a lot of kids and young adults that are, that are depressed and, and that are suffering from gender dysphoria and, and they should get help, but that help is, doesn't mean cutting off body parts and changing your gender. I mean, they need to see 
a, a therapist, a psychiatrist, whatever they need. And, and I encourage them to get help. Um, but the surgeries and, and treatment, medical treatment for these, for these problems is not the answer. As if the criminals in America weren't enough, authorities have uncovered an entirely new type of crime. It's called crime tourism. And it's when criminals come to the U.S. on a tourist visa, burglarize a bunch of homes. This is going out throughout all of Los Angeles and Beverly Hills. Then they take the loot back over the border. Sometimes they take it on airplanes and then fly it home to South America. I kid you not, we dug up all this. Sadly, being prepared is now a necessity. But thankfully, there's iTarget Pro. What is iTarget Pro? It's a revolutionary system. I love this thing. We use it. I've got it. My dad's got it. My, my mom uses it. My wife uses it. We have so much fun with this. It is a revolutionary system that allows you to dry fire practice with your actual firearm anywhere in the safety and privacy of your own home. No more inconvenient trips to the range. You will save a ton on ammo. Just download iTarget's proprietary app. Load the laser bullet, the laser bullet, into your firearm and start your training experience. Dry fire training will help develop muscle memory, sharpen target reaction speed, sight alignment, trigger function, and so much more. iTarget Pro comes in all the major calibers, including 223, so you can stay sharp with almost any firearm. Go to iTargetPro.com right now and save 10% plus. Get free shipping with the offer code POSO, promo code POSO. This is the smartest way for you to practice, and it pays for itself in one day. That's letter I, targetpro.com, itargetpro.com, promo code POSO, of course, link in the description. You know, it's, it's kind of weird because when I think about this from just a societal standpoint, we used to say, at least I remember this growing up, you know, I, I used to hear it was, it was God made you who you are. God made you in his image and likeness. You are special. You are unique. Uh, he made you in a certain way. You've been given a certain set of talents, whatever those may be. And, and those are all good and that you should use those for the, the flourishing and the, of yourself and also the, the glory of God, because that's why God gave you those talents. And to me, that always meant that you know, it's, it's okay if you didn't score the highest on, you know, a certain test or not that I ever got that great, but you know, um, (laughs) (laughs) or it's it's okay if you know, if you're not the best at some sport or something that there's always, everyone always has a certain hidden talent and that's okay. Plus this idea that of acceptance, accepting yourself, accepting yourself for who you are, for who you've been rather than this idea. And I think it's this sort of you know, maybe I'm going bridge too far here, but this Kardashianization of our society, where if you don't like how you look, if you don't like something about yourself, well, just change it, you know, just swipe that filter and then boom, you can change your appearance. If you don't like your lips, get some fillers. If you don't like this, you don't like that, whatever it is. And this idea of these, these sort of, um, what do they call it? Looks maxing culture and, and all this stuff where you just go in and look, I'm all for, by the way, if you want to go work out and you want to go and make yourself you better yourself. Sure. But this idea that you want to put yourself under the knife and there was a tweet about this that kind of got me thinking about it. It was, um, I think it was somebody from LA, some actress or like D lister celebrity type, uh, failed up comedian. And she was saying, uh, she was saying, well, if you guys are trying to ban transgender surgery for minors, then are you going to ban plastic surgery for minors? I was like, sure. Yeah. <laughs> you, yeah. Your terms yeah. are acceptable, 100%. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Why, why that, not? I saw that tweet. She got, you she saw got that one, yeah. I think she ended up deleting it, right? Oh, did she? I didn't even because, see that. 
Yeah, I'm pretty sure she deleted it. Like, yeah, I mean, we don't, I don't think any kid should be, should be getting any surgeries that change that elective surgeries that change their, their appearance or the, or, or, or their, or their gender. I mean, it's so, it's like so insane. And, and, well, and it, they, they think we disagree with it. They think that we're pro kids getting plastic surgery. No, we're not. I mean, we don't want kids getting any of these elective surgeries to change their appearance. Which well, is, it's, it's just, we've become such, it's almost like we've become such a plastic culture. So such a materialistic culture, this idea that, you know, you are just your appearance and there's nothing else. There's nothing else to you. You don't stand for anything. There's no substance other than the surface. Um, you know, I, I posted something the other day, you know, they talk so much about diversity, 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 but they only care about diversity of appearance. They, they actually want conformity of thought, conformity of belief, conformity mm-hmm. of opinion, no critical thinking. And keep in mind, these are the same people who are, who are, are pushing this, these same medical studies now that for, uh, for two years, told children to mask up and suddenly we're, we're finding out that yes, we've arrested their development for two years or more at a critical stage in China. Now, Tanya Tay and myself, we never masked our kids ever. Um, mm-hmm. This is just not a thing for us. And we made sure that if we were taking them anywhere, it was a place that didn't require masks. And, you know, we, if we flew and we flew too. And there were times where we were just like, you know, he's, he's not putting a mask on, you know, and, uh, <laughs> it just didn't happen. And what's, what's crazy to me now is that you people like Lena Wen, who's coming out, who, you know, she goes on CNN all the time, but she was the president of Planned Parenthood and everybody like, oh no, CNN medical official, CNN medical official. No, she was the president of Planned Parenthood. Okay. Like we're not, we're not going to absolve you of that. That's who you were also from, also from Boston, by the way. Uh, or, or she worked in Boston for a while. And it, it, why should we trust you when it comes to this stuff? But but also just getting back to that idea, I think of sort of the higher issue of we've become such a plastic materialistic culture that the idea is like, hey, if you want that injection, hey, if you want that procedure, just go do it. And in this case, m- well, mommy and daddy are just going to have to pay for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, they... It's, it's very interesting because there a lot of states now have laws or are passing laws that kids can actually make their own medical decisions and they can lock their parents out of their of all of their medical information. We're talking about like 12 year olds. So, you know, the parents, they're, they're expected to pay for it, right? Like you have to you have to pay for it or figure out the insurance or whatever, but the kid can just go and do anything they want. Um, and I mean, kids. I feel like up until a few years ago, it was very much understood between every human on, on planet earth that kids can't consent to, to that. I mean, hey, you're a when, child. Yeah. You're literally a child. You can't even get a tattoo. You can't, you can't buy a bottle of wine. Like you can't do anything. Your, your parents are supposed to raise you and they know what's best for you. And the, the left has changed that they're, they're the, the base used to be that most, the average parent, is a good parent and has their best child in mind. But now the, the left is changing that to um, the parent is is bad and some parents are good, right? Because if the parent if the parent will affirm and accept whatever, then then they're good and they're safe. But if the parent won't, then they're bad. So I've seen I mean I've seen like school board meetings even um, where 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 they'll, they'll already say that like um, you, you know that most parents are not safe. Like, like that's what they think now. Well, and, and not only that, but it, 
But it's and and isn't it so obvious what they're doing though? I think it's obvious because it's not it's not just parents are bad, but listen to what they're not saying. They're saying parents are bad because they want you to fill in the blank. Who's good? The teacher's good. Your public right. school is good. The agents of the state are good. The regime yeah. is good. They that's who they want because they want uh little Timmy or little Jilly to come home. Uh, little Muffy comes home and says, Mom and dad, you're wrong. This is what they taught me at school. This is what's right. This is what all my friends are doing. And we've seen, by the way, so many studies of this that say that say a lot of it is peer groups, toxic peer groups, toxic peer pressure, this conformity idea, people who just want to fit in and say, oh, I'm I've got because of the they're playing these oppression Olympics, the inverted hierarchy of oppression and intersectionality. So, oh, well, I've I I've got this. Um, disorder. I've got that disorder. I've got this thing. I've got that thing. And so if you don't have some disorder, if you don't have something that, you know, you know, is, is uh, you're, that you're getting worked on or that you're getting done, work done for, then, oh, I'm just normal, right? They're trying to, <laughs> it's, 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 a, uh, I don't know how to put it other than they're trying to normalize abnormality. This idea that mm -hmm. if you are normal, there is something wrong with you. If you're well-adjusted, there's something wrong with you. These are the type of people, by the way, who will see like uh, a family of well-dressed people going out for dinner somewhere and, you know, it's like a mom, dad, and two kids. And then they'll, you'll show them that picture and their immediate response, their Pavlovian response will be like, oh, I bet he beats his wife. You know, it's yeah. like, wait, what? Why would you say that? Like, what? What's why can't you just believe that people can be normal and that you can have a normal family? No, has to be something wrong right. with that. And so they will push all of society and and twist everything around and literally get to the point where they are performing surgeries on children just to prove this point. Because at the end of the day, I, and this is just this is the way I look at it, they are they are not fully adjusted. They become this weird socially conditioned creature where their idea is that everything has to twist, you know, you know, there's nothing wrong with me. Society is wrong. So I have to twist society to fit what I think it should be because I wasn't able to be successful. Right. Yeah. And, and, and we're talking about kids here. I mean, they're, everything you're saying is they're, they're, they're framing the minds of these young kids and their technique um, that they're doing is textbook grooming technique. Um, and we're seeing so many teachers and, and principals and other people in authority doing that. And these are kids. These are minors. I mean, we're, we're talking about they, they start they start doing this in school from preschool. But the surgeries, I mean, they're doing this on teenagers. Uh, there was a video I saw of a doctor saying that he that he did a double mastectomy on a 12 year old. So younger than teenagers, how young would they go? I saw a video last week that said, that this this doctor said he would do it on any age. So what does that mean? Would he do it on on an eight year old? I don't I don't know. I mean these questions and these are questions that we should be asking and we should be seeking answers to. Um, but if you try, you're going to be met with a lot of resistance from the left because they do not want you talking about this. There is an entirely new parallel economy being created right now. It's filled with patriotic companies that have had enough of the cancel culture. And the people like this regime that are classifying patriotic Americans as enemies. In order to support this parallel economy, you can do it every day. All you got to do is get dressed. What am I talking about? I'm talking about undertack boxers. Let me tell you something. Undertack boxers are my favorite boxers ever made. Probably why? Because they've actually been tested by special force operators. 
They're made with high-quality material that's antimicrobial, anti-pilling, and moisture-wicking, so you stay fresh and dry all day long. These are the ones I was wearing in Davos. These are the ones that I went uh, to Ukraine with. When we were in the Alps, we were climbing around. I'm telling you, the Undertack are amazing. I wear these all the time. I'm just, I was going to say it. I was going to say it. Undertack is durable, ultralight, and shrink-resistant. Here's the best part. They're almost 30% less than the woke designer brands with the non, their non-binary models. So how do you get them? You go to getundertack.com. That's getundertack.com right now. Check us out. When you buy three, you get one free, but only with promo code POSO, P-O-S-O. As always, link in the description. Support a great American company that's pro-America, pro-Second Amendment, and pro-military. Satisfaction guaranteed or your money back. Go to getundertag.com, link in the description, promo code POSO. Right, and it, I, I wonder the morality of this. You know, this clearly feels like it's something that goes against the Hippocratic Oath. And so when you say do no harm, I guess the question is, this is what happens when you have a society that's lost its moral base and its moral core, because if the Hippocratic Oath says do no harm, well, then the question is who defines what is harm? And so mm-hmm. you, or, you or I might define what this is as harm, but then they might come around and use subjective morality. And this is why you can't have subjective morality, because they will come around and say, oh, well, if I deny someone's decision, that's harm. Right. And 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 not just that, they also they also will. Right. If you deny this kid's decision that to get a double mastectomy or hysterectomy or whatever, then it's going to it's going to cause them harm. They're going to I mean, and there's no studies. There's there's no evidence to support this, but they claim they're going to commit suicide or the kid's going to be severely depressed. Um, and I mean, I think we all, we need to take a step back and and. And I, I think we need to, we need to talk about this more. We need to demand answers, um, and and like I said, you're, we're going to be met with resistance, um, but it just has to be done. We have to we have to define these terms, like you said. Like what is what does do no harm mean? Um, we have to de- clearly define these terms. And and I know Marjorie Taylor Greene was drafting uh, legislation, right, to to make it a felony to do surgeries on minors. Right. She doesn't want to ban it. She actually wants to criminalize it nationwide. Right. Right. Good. She should. So, so this is what we have to start doing. And I, and I think that we are starting, I mean, the wheels are, are spinning. I'm, I'm doing my part. Um, what Marjorie Taylor Greene did is incredible. Every single Republican should get behind it. Democrats too. Cause I mean, it's like I said, I don't think this is but a here's, issue. It's, yeah. Here's okay. So here's the, the thorny question that I hear from a lot of, you know, the, the libertarians, the conservatarian types, they'll say, well, isn't that legislating morality? Aren't you, aren't you going and telling people what they can and can't do? Aren't you making moral decisions for people if you do that? Right. Um, well, right. So who, who, decide, who decides what's, what's moral in our society? Right. Well, I, th- I think in this case, it's, it's quite obvious. I, I would say that all laws are moral judgments. Of course they are. Obviously, you know, thou shalt not murder, right? Of course, that comes to us from the commandments, and yet it's still a law, right? <laughs> you know, you right. know, right? We've decided as a society that yes, actually, that law makes sense. Now, you might say, "Well, that person slighted me. That person wronged me." Um, we were we were having a debate the other day about the not to get into all of it, but the Edgar Allan Poe story, Cask of Amontillado, where the guy um, gets somebody drunk and then walls them up in their basement because they had slighted them years before, and it led to like the downfall of their family. You know, and it. 
I'm sorry, but that's murder. That's obviously murder, right? You can't right. just go go around killing people. So we have decided as a society to make that moral judgment. And here is what I would say to the right when it comes to this question. Um, the government is power. The government is force. Yes, 100% agreed. But to the conservatarians out there, I would say that if you say, hey, I just want to be left alone and I don't want anything to do with this. Well, guess what? The left is going to come up. They're going to take that power and they are going to use it to legislate their morality. They're mm -hmm. going to use it to legislate whatever they want. And that's the situation we're in now because so many people on the right for the last 20 years have said, oh, we don't want to do this. We don't need to do this. There's there's no reason to do this, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. I mean, I think also we as a society decided for hundreds of years that kids can't kids can't consent right the a minor right. is someone under the age of 18 so that has been the case for forever and and now and and and, and that's a difference i guess between between conservatives and 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 the left is you know we are we are trying to conserve that i mean a, a minor is a is a kid and they cannot consent and and that's how it's always been but they, they want to change that. We see this also with like with masks, you know, like minor attractive persons. I mean, it's such BS. And like, and and they want it. They're. I mean, I wait. Think by the way, just just for folks pedic. for folks out there who don't understand the term you just used, pedophiles are trying to rebrand because they realize that you know that pedo term it's just not working out for them. So they're trying to rebrand by saying, no, 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 no. We're not pedophiles. We're just minor attracted persons and they're trying to get that p added to the you know the alphabet list of the lgbtq you know plus minus everything celsius etc uh list <laughs> that they want to we're, we're just minor attracted persons and it's you know that's okay it's just something that's different and this is the crazy thinking that you get to if you have no morality whatsoever mm -hmm. if your only morality is Hey, um, everyone's allowed to do whatever they want. Everything's fine. There's no, there's no, there's no judgments. You know, you do you, you believe in your truth. No, there is a real truth. There is absolute good and evil. There is absolute right and wrong. And this, I, I believe that these are the poison fruits of living through that society for so long. Because if you have one side that says, we want to impose our will on society, and you have another side that says, we just want to be left alone, which side do you think is going to win? Right. It's, Every time. I mean, yeah, we can't. It's like, I think just saying we just want to be left alone. is not an option anymore. No, it's not an option anymore. If you're if your principles cause you to lose, then those, maybe those are bad principles. But look, um, my producers are telling me we're getting close to the end. Let me just hear your your final thoughts on this whole saga. You were you're reporting on these things going on in our society. These these heady discussions, these uh, very radical procedures that have been going on in many cases in secret and in the shadows. Uh, there's been this obviously horrific incident. For, thankfully, nobody was harmed. You guys are putting up the you know the twenty thousand. They put up another twenty matching. We're going to try to do another ten, make it to the make it to a total fifty. But what are your final words for everybody out there publicly? And we're going to get this up. Hopefully, obviously, you'll be able to to speak on Twitter very soon. Yeah, we should be back with uh, with our account tomorrow. Um, but I mean, I think the fact that nobody on the left wants to discuss this reward, um, it just, it tells you everything you need to know. I mean, this is who they are. They, they're, they're not, they're not being, they're not serious. Um, they don't, 
They don't actually care that there was a bomb threat. They'll, they write that they care, but they don't because if they did, they would address this reward. They all know about it because I called them. I emailed them. Um, they're completely ignoring it. All they want to do is silence their opposition and they want to be able to, like we discussed, impose their morality and their agenda onto us without anyone getting in the way. And I will get in the way. <laughs> and I, a lot of us will. You, I know you're also going to, Jack. And, and a lot of people are. I mean, a, oh, there's a lot of... No, you will. You have. <laughs> there's, there's a lot of people... Um, there's a lot of great people on Twitter and, and, and not just like, not just mainstream media. I'm talking about individual people, like how I started out, right? I was just, a, you know, an individual person saw what was going on. Um, and there are a lot of accounts like that on Twitter and we're all standing in the way and, and we will, they're not going to get away with this. Um, and I, love, I love that famous line, stand in the gap, just stand mm-hmm. in the gap. Yeah. And, and as far people... as the bomb threat, I mean, we oh, hope we right. we hope to find the person. So I I really I think we will. Um, if it if it was real again, um, I know we didn't really get into that, but the I spoke to the hospital and the police department. No one is willing to cooperate. No one wants to give any information. In fact, the depart the police. We submitted uh, Libby from Post Millennial. She submitted a request uh, for in- for the phone call of of the the threat that came in. And they told me the same thing. They said, you know, they told me how I can submit the request. So she actually did that. And they responded that they're not releasing it um, because they claim it's still under investigation. So um, we're going to try to get it, but they're not releasing any information. Um, So we have no idea how this threat came in. Um, The whole thing is very suspicious. Um, The fact that no one on the left wants to find the person who did it is very concerning. But I hope we're going to get to the bottom of it. Couldn't agree more. Where can people go to follow you? Um, let's let's say uh, obviously you're on Twitter, but where else? Where do you want to drive people? What are your coordinates? So my Substack is the best place. Um, LivesofTikTok.com. Um, I drop you know uh, stories there. That's where I've been able to be in touch with people while I'm off of Twitter, and I'm also on all social media channels. So uh, uh, Instagram and True Social, of course, uh, Getter and all that stuff. Um, and if I ever get permanently banned off of Twitter, then we will be very active on all our other socials and on our Substack. Well, you know, we'll fly the flag for you. God bless you. Thank you so much for your fight. I hope that you continue. I will help you every step of the way for standing up for our society, for standing up for the little ones, for standing up for the children. Haya of Libs of TikTok. Thank you so much for joining us here at Human Events Daily Special. Thank you. God bless. Thank you so much for joining us here at this Human Events Labor Day special. I'm Jack Posobiec. We will be back with our regularly scheduled reporting after this. Make sure to follow us, subscribe to the podcast, subscribe to us on Rumble, get all the updates, and stay tuned because, ladies and gentlemen, as always, you have my permission to lay ashore.